from my quiet and peaceful home in suburban St. Louis County, Missouri, don't call me the city. This is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance coverage and bad faith podcast put on by me, your host, Michael Young. Looks like uh, if you're listening to this today, we made it to the end of another week. Uh, Coming up to the weekend, this is the weekend, right? It's hard to tell Saturday and Sunday from Mondays and Tuesdays these days, but I think so. Uh, One of the um, things that people keep asking me about with respect to this business interruption coverage scenario that we're dealing with is obviously the insured has to show uh, for that kind of coverage that there was direct physical loss or damage to property. There's a number of orders, executive orders, flyers, handouts, whatever, from various governments uh, making all kinds of proclamations, including that the coronavirus uh, can cause property damage, can be on surfaces, etc. And the question that I'm getting a lot is, well, are those orders determinative of the direct physical loss or damage debate that we've been having? And my answer is, well, it depends. Isn't that always the coverage lawyer's answer? It depends. Uh, But it really does. It depends on the local jurisdiction and how much weight they give those. Uh, I I would think in the jurisdictions that I'm in, the position, and and we don't have any of those orders around like that here, would be that, you know, if a governor of a state indicates that coronavirus causes property damage, that's fine, but that's not necessarily a legal determination by a court that there was direct physical loss or damage at a particular insurance location or one nearby that the court is still going to have to make that determination. And and even in those jurisdictions uh, that say that contamination of property can be, in some cases, actually physical injury to the property, um, even, you know, then I'm not necessarily convinced that those orders are going to, to carry the day. There'll be a question about whether or not perhaps those are Orders are enough to make a submissible case for evidence purposes uh, to get to a jury on the issue. I I don't know. Again, it's going to be state by state, court by court. But um, I'm just not at this point convinced that those orders are necessarily going to de facto establish that the insuring agreement on these business interruption claims have been met. But we will see. If you're interested in these orders, uh, the, the guys and gals over at Risk Genius have put together really an awesome map of the United States and it's interactive and you can go through jurisdiction, jurisdiction, state by state, and you can see which of these local uh, governments, state governments have actually entered these kind of orders. So you can go to New York or Illinois or wherever and uh, see if these orders are out there so you can take those into account when uh, reviewing coverage uh, for particular claims. I will put a link to that interactive map and my understanding is they're going to keep it updated which just is a tremendous resource for everybody i'll put a link to that in the show notes and you can check that out thanks so much for listening have a great day hey guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you liked what you heard today i would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. 
As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.